ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with another episode here on The Truth. Back with another episode of Waking Up With The Truth here as we are waking up with the truth for Tuesday, August 29th, 2023. For those that do not know what Waking Up With The Truth, it is your daily morning show for subscriptions, subscribers only. Excuse me, man, it is early in the morning. Basically, I'm going to recap all the scores, stats, and news from yesterday in the three major sports, MLB, NFL, and NBA, and then preview the upcoming day in the MLB world, including matchup predictions, betting information, all that fun stuff. So let's go ahead and start in the NFL. Nothing really new in the NBA coming out. Starting things with the Colts, releasing Colt McCoy. This was a bit of a surprise to a lot of people. A lot of people had the impression that Colt McCoy was going to be the starting quarterback for Kyler Murray. He was last season. And now they have two options, it seems like, a quarterback. And Joshua Dobbs and Clayton Toon, who's a rookie. Not sure who they're going to start. I think, depending on how long Kyler Murray's out, they might you know, go with, I'm guessing, Joshua Dobbs. But if that doesn't work out, then give Clayton Toon some reps. Because it would be important if they think that he could potentially be, you know, the next franchise guy or the long-time backup there, like a Colt McCoy was so we'll see but it was definitely surprising for the cardinals to cut colt mccoy i'm not saying it's the right or wrong decision it's probably the right decision from what i've heard as far as inside cardinals training camp and all that jazz but it was still very surprising and let's be frank the cardinals aren't really going to be competing for anything this year anyway so what does it really matter colt mccoy was at the end of his career uh washington commanders head coach ron rivera regrets not playing howell earlier in 2022 I can get behind this because Sam Howell only has one game of experience as a starting quarterback. And going into a season where he actually has a pretty decent team, it's going to be hard for him to adjust early on. We saw in the first game he did all right, particularly on the ground, but struggled a little bit turning them all over. And that's something that you're probably going to expect to start the season as he tries to get familiarated with the game and try to get familiarated with the NFL and all that jazz. And if the Washington Commanders want to compete, they need to have consistency from Sam Howell. Last year they were out of it, and so it would have been a good opportunity for him to kind of get some fixtures in. And I wish more teams did that, especially like rookie quarterbacks when they know they're out of it. I understand you're paying these guys usually a lot of money to play, but if you want to better off the franchise, might as well get these guys some reps because not only will that determine if they're going to be good enough to be the starting quarterback for you, it will also help give them reps in the NFL, and that's the easiest thing to get them better. Anthony Richardson says he sees himself as a franchise, but expects him from the expects more from the Colts. I can get behind this claim as well. I think this is a good claim because he does need some help on the offensive side to or in order to have success. First off, he would need to have Jonathan Taylor, but that doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Maybe need a little bit of a defense, better offensive line, all that good stuff. But he is a good, talented player, so there's a lot of opportunity for him to uh, to thrive. And then finally, the Browns trade for Chargers kicker Justin Hopkins. They released Katie York, so adding some adding the kicker to their roster to move forward and hopefully win some field goal or win some games by field goals I guess moving over to the MLB this was kind of a bizarre situation Ronald Acuna was knocked down after two fans run onto the field seeking selfies it was quite interesting I saw the video when I woke up but basically two fans just ran on the field made contact with Acuna and I guess I kind of pushed him over Absolutely bizarre. I don't know if we've ever seen anything like that in Major League Baseball. The star that Arnold Acuna was, he probably just shook it off, but it's obviously got to be interesting. I mean, you don't know what these guys are doing. These guys are usually drunk, and 
all that jazz. So it was just a really bad scene for Coors Field, really bad scene for the Rockies franchise, and a really bad scene for Major League Baseball as a whole. Jose Altuve completes his first career cycle. Jose Altuve had a game. He was doing really well, did everything that he needed to do to have success, and he just had a great game there. We'll talk more about his stats a little bit later. Dodgers' Tony Gonson to undergo Tommy John surgery. We saw that Tony Gonson was dealing with a sore forearm or sore elbow, something like that. Looks like he's going to have to undergo Tommy John, John surgery, and he's probably going to miss the entire 2024 season, which is definitely a pain. I think they're going to be able to get Walker Buehler back, but he recently was gone the entire season, or it feels like it's been the entire season because of Tommy John surgery. So the Dodgers' injury woes, particularly at the pitching position, does continue, but it seems as though they have a lot of young and expiring prospects coming up. Padres placed Darvish on the IL with elbow inflammation. I believe Gonson had elbow inflammation as well, and so this is potentially cause for concern, potentially having to deal with a situation there of Tommy John surgery. Darvish has been somewhat of a disappointment for the Padres, but he's a great pitcher as a whole, and I would kind of wait for him to start to figure it out, and he just hasn't yet. So we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see if he's able to get off the I.L. and then help the Padres, but it doesn't seem like he's going to do that just because Padres aren't really competing for anything at this point anymore. If they were, I think you'd see him back on the field and trying to make you know a lot of things happen. Reds plays top rookie Matt McClain on I.O. with oblique injury. Kind of interesting to see these guys get oblique injuries. Usually just poor ab workouts or poor ab core, I guess you should say. On, he's on the 10-day injured list with a strained right oblique. So he should make his mark at some point coming up soon. But definitely hurts for the Reds who are trying to, again, work for a wild card spot as well as a divisional crown. Edwin Diaz does a bullpen session. Hopes to pitch this season. We obviously saw him hurt his knee in uh, when he celebrated the final out of Puerto Rico's win over the Dominican Republic at the World Baseball Classic. Would having Edwin Diaz make an impact? I don't think so if they had him the entire season. But one thing for sure is that the fact that you know they do want to have you know success with him and they want to um, they they want to have success with him in that hole. But they also want to have success for the future, knowing that this isn't their year, and 2025 is their year, according to their GM. Harper not planning to pitch Otani and joining. Uh, I see what I was saying. Ota- Harper does not plan to pitch to Otani and join the Mets in free agency. Look, to be honest, I don't think he's joining the Phillies. There's no, there's no shot he's joining the Phillies, in my opinion. I think he's going to go to the Mariners or somewhere on the West Coast. Braves activate Ozzy Albies from IL, which was huge for them. They wanted to have a guy like Ozzy Albies back on the IL or come from the IL. Blue Jays place Matt Chapman on IL with finger injury. This means like a lot of these guys are just getting on uh, the IL for whatever it's worth. But that's basically all the news there in Major League Baseball. Let's go ahead and recap some of the scores and stats from yesterday in Major League Baseball. Twins beat the Guardians ten to six at home. For the Guardians, Xavier Curry, two innings, six hits, six runs, two Ks, and one walk. Bo Naylor, one for four, home run, and two RBIs. For the Twins, Kent Maeda, four innings pitch, seven hits, six runs, three Ks, and one walk. Royce Lewis, two for four, a grand slam today. That was his second grand slam in back-to-back games. He's crazy how good he's been. Jorge Polanco, two for four, a home run, and three RBIs. Matt Walner had a solo blast. Twins take the first game in this series. He'll Cody... Bunderbuck, who was a, a relief pitcher, two perfect innings with zero hits, zero runs, and three Ks on the day. 
Phillies beat the Angels 6-4 at home. For the Angels, Lucas Giolito gets the loss. Five and two-thirds, four hits, five runs, six Ks, and four walks. I feel he's been a disappointment for the Angels thus far. Brendan Drury, three for five, two RBIs. Renhifo, three for five, an RBI. Mickey Moniak, three for four, an RBI as well. Taiwan Walker gets the win. Five and two-thirds, eight hits, three and runs, six Ks, and one walk. Trey Turner, two for three, two home runs, and three RBIs on the day. Phillies do take the first game against the Angels there in that series. Yankees beat the Tigers on the road 4-1. Luis Severino, 7 innings, 5 hits, 0 and runs, 8 Ks, and 0 walks. Having another quality start there. Gabriel Torres, 2 for 4, home run, 2 RBIs. Aaron Judge, all rise for the Judge, 1 for 3, a home run there. For the Tigers, Reese Olsen, 4 and a third, 3 hits, 110 Ks, and 4 walks. Akil Badu, a home run. Yankees win the first game against the Tigers there in that series. Baltimore Orioles beat the White Sox at home 9-0. For the White Sox, Michael Kopech, 4 innings, 7 hits, 4 and runs, 5 Ks, and 4 walks. Goes to 5-12 and 12 on the year. Luis Robert, 2 for 3. On the flip side, Grayson Rodriguez, 6 innings, 1 hit, no one runs, 6 Ks, and 1 walk. Santander, 2 for 4, home run, 3 RBIs. Ryan O'Hearn, 2 for 5, 2 RBIs as well. McKenna, 1 for 3, 2 RBIs on the day. Orioles beat the White Sox there, 9-0. Blue Jays beat the Nationals, 6-3. For the Nationals, Josiah Gray, 2 innings, 4 hits, 4 and runs, 2 Ks, and 4 walks. Joey Manessas, 2 for 4, 3 RBIs on the day. CJ Abrams, 3 for 5. Kevin Gossman for the Blue Jays goes five innings, gets the win, seven hits, three and runs, seven Ks, and two walks. George Springer, one for three, an RBI. Vladimir Guerrero, one for five, two RBIs. And Schneider, one for three, an RBI. Danny Jensen, one for two, a home run as well. Blue Jays take the first one of three against the Nationals. Astros beat the Red Sox on the road 13-5. For the Astros, pitching-wise, Christian Javier goes 4 innings, 6 hits, 4 and runs, 4 Ks, but 6 walks for him. Good gosh. Jose Altuve completes a cycle 4 for 6, a home run, and 4 RBIs. Jordan Alvarez, 4 for 4, home run, and 4 RBIs as well. Jose Abreu, 2 for 4, a home run, and 2 RBIs. Chris Sale, born 2 thirds, 7 hits, 3 and runs, 6 Ks, and 2 walks. On the offensive side, Adam Duvall goes 1-for-3, a home run, 2 RBIs. Tristan Cassis, 1-for-3, 2 RBIs as well. Astros take the first one in this series against the Red Sox. Rangers and the Mets. The Rangers beat the Mets 4-3. John Gray, 6 innings, 4 hits, 3 and runs, 9 Ks, and 1 walk. Nate Lowe, 2-for-4, 2 RBIs. Garcia picked up an RBI. Corey Seager went 3-for-4. For the Mets, Tyler Miguel, 6 innings, 5 hits, 1 run, 8 Ks, and 1 walk. DJ Stewart, 1 for 2, a home run. Brandon Nimmo, 1 for 3, a home run, and 2 RBIs on the day for him. Next matchup, the Padres beat the Cardinals on the road 4-1. to one. San Diego wins this one 4-1 to one behind Blake Snell, who goes 7 innings, 2 hits, 0 and runs, 9 Ks, and 5 walks on the day. Really good pitching performance there from Snell through 109 pitches as well. Garrett Cooper, 3 for 5. Three RBIs on the day. For St. Louis, Wainwright actually had a really good start. Six innings, eight hits, one and run, one K, and three walks on the day. Gets the loss, however. Paul Goldschmidt goes two for three with a home run on the day. And the Padres do win the first game against the Cardinals here in this series. Brewers improved to a nine-game winning streak, beating the Chicago Cubs six to two. Wade Miley, six innings pitched, four hits, two and runs, one K, and no walks. Christian Yelich, two for five, leadoff home run. Mark Cannon, 1-for-4, home run and two RBIs as well. 
For the Chicago Cubs, Jameson Talion, six innings, nine hits, four on runs, six Ks on the day. Ian Happ, one for four with a solo bomb. Same with Patrick Wisdom. It wasn't enough, though. The Brewers win this one, 6-2, take the first game in that series. Pirates beat the Cardinals 5-0. Johan Oviedo goes a complete game. Nine innings, two hits, zero and runs, five Ks, and two walks on the day. 112 pitches for him. Hayes, McCutcheon, Palacios, and Rivas all get RBIs on the day for the Pirates. Next for the Royals, Zach Greinke goes to 1-13, 4-2, six hits, two and runs, two Ks, and two walks. Pirates beat the Royals here in the first game of that series. Braves beat the Rockies on the road 14-4. For the Atlanta Braves, Bryce Elder, 6 innings pitched, 8 hits, 4 on runs, 4 Ks, and 1 walk. Austin Riley, 2 for 5, a home run, and 3 RBIs. Pilar, 1 for 4, 2 RBIs. Orlando Arcia, 3 for 5. Same with Sean Murphy, both with 1 RBI on the day. Austin Garnberg goes 2 and 2 thirds, 4 hits, 2 on runs, 1 K, and 2 walks. Ryan McMahon, 2 for 2, for two 1 home run, and 2 RBIs on the day. The Braves crushed the Rockies on the road. Mariners also are high, continue their stretch and now on a four-game win streak. For the Athletics, Kyle Muller goes four innings, nine hits, six Ks, six walks, three six Ks, three walks, six earned runs on the day. No runs scored there by Oakland. Brian Wu goes six innings, three hits, zero and runs, five Ks, and one walk. JP Crawford, two for a home run. Julio Rodriguez, four for five, a home run and three RBIs. Tasker Hernandez, two for four, two RBIs. The Mariners continue their hot streak. Giants beat the Reds at home 4-1. For the Reds, Andrew Abbott goes 3-3, 5 hits, 3 and runs, 6 Ks, and 3 walks. For the Giants, Kyle Harrison goes 6-3, 3 hits, 0 and runs, 11 Ks, and 2 walks on the day. The Giants win against the Reds there. In the final game of the day, the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks 7-4. For the Diamondbacks, Zach Allen goes 5-3, 9 hits, 6 and runs, 3 Ks, and 3 walks. Gabriel Moreno, 2-4, home run. And three RBIs for the Dodgers. Bobby Miller, six innings, seven hits, four and runs, four Ks, and two walks. Freddie Freeman, a home run, went one for five. Max Muncy, two for three, a home run, two RBIs. Jason Hayward and James Altman, both two for three, a home run, and two RBIs on the day. Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks there. Let's go ahead and preview the upcoming games here for Major League Baseball today. Kicking things off with the Rays and the Marlins. Aaron Savali on the mound, 6-3 record, 2.59 ERA. Going against Sandy Alcantara, 6-11 record, 4.16 ERA. Give me Savali and the Rays. Give me the over at 7.5. I think both pitchers do give up a good amount of runs. Savali with a win in his last start has been pretty consistent uh, for the Rays. And Alcantara has been pretty consistent too, but you don't know what you're going to get day in and day out. Yankees and the Tigers, Michael King on the bump, I'm assuming serving as an opener, 3-5 record, 3.13 ERA, taking on Tariq Scoble, 3-2 record, 4.06 ERA. Give me the Yankees at minus one half. Give me the over at 8.5 as well. Tariq Scoble has been relatively consistent for the Tigers throughout the season. In his last start for the Tigers, he went six innings, four earned runs. Last one before that, six innings, one earned run. I do think the long ball is going to be up here. The under hit yesterday, so give me the over today. Angels and the Phillies. Tyler Anderson, 5-5 five and five record, 5.35 ERA. Taking on Michael Lorenzen, 7-8 and eight record, 3.69 ERA. Right now, I'm going to go with the Angels at plus one and a half, over under nine and a half. I'd probably go with the under there. You know, Michael Lorenzen, besides the no-hitter, has been a bit inconsistent. Tyler Anderson has been, been, a, been a bit inconsistent throughout the season. The Angels lost yesterday. They're fighting for the playoff lives. I think they win today. White Sox and the Orioles. Jesse Schultons, 1-6, 4.15 ERA. Taking on Dean Kramer, 12-5 record, 4.31 ERA. 
Give me the Orioles at home minus one and a half at minus one fifteen, and give me the over, sorry, the under there at nine and a half. Nationals and the Blue Jays for the Nationals. Mackenzie Hoare, six and ten record, four point three eight ERA, taking on Jose Barrios, nine and nine record, three point five five ERA. Give me the uh, Blue Jays at home there at minus one and a half, over under at seven and a half. Give me the over there at plus one ten. Mackenzie Gore has had a relatively good campaign throughout the season. He's been one of the young guns that they got in the Juan Soto deal. Has had two quality starts. I think he gets roughed up a bit here. Barrios, he's been pretty inconsistent as well, but I'm, I'm thinking Barrios is going to pull it out here. Blue Jays went at home. Astros Red Sox, Jose Urquidy, 2-3 record, 5.21 ERA. Taking on Brian Bello and the Red Sox, 10-7 record, 3.56 ERA. Whips, my microphone dropped. For the, this game, I'm going to go with the Red Sox at minus 1.5, plus 160. Over, under, surprisingly, at 10.5. I think you got to hammer the under there. Both pitchers are relatively solid. Yeah, your Creedy's been inconsistent, but Brian Bellow's going to get the job done. After the over there yesterday, I think the under hits for sure. Heaney and Quintana battle as the Rangers and the Mets square off in Game 2 of this series. Give me Heaney, give me the Rangers at minus 1.5, over under 8.5, give me the under as well. I think this is going to be a pitcher's duel. You never know. You're going to have a good Andrew Heaney or a bad Andrew Heaney. Jose Quintana is low-key having a quiet year in his 3.73 year race. I'm going to go with the under there at 8.5, Rangers winning on the road. Seth Lugo on the bump for the Padres, 5-6 record, 3.7 ERA, taking on Zach Thompson, who's 3-5 with a 3.86 ERA. Give me the Padres at minus 1.5, plus 105, and give me the over there at 8.5. Lugo did have a good start. Zach Thompson's been relatively solid as well, but give me the over. I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored in that one there. Padres do get away with the win, though. Brewers and the Cubs, Corbin Burns, 9-6, 3.65 ERA, taking on Justin Steele, 14-3, 2.80 ERA. Give me Corbin Burns and the Brewers at plus one half minus two hundred, and give me the over at six and a half. I think a six and a half over under is a bit low, even though these are the both aces on the team. I like Corbin Burns in this one. He didn't look great in his last start against Minnesota. He went six innings, six earned runs. He's gonna probably go for a good solid out. Anything Justin Steele does get roughed up a little bit there. Pirates and the Royals. Colin Selby, 1-0 record, 5.91 ERA, taking on Cole Raggins, 5-4, 3.66. Give me the Pirates at minus, sorry, plus 1.5, minus 160. Give me the under at 8.5. You know, I think Cole Raggins does throw a pretty good, consistent game, but I do think the Pirates do squick away with like a 3-2 victory or something like that. Braves and the Rockies, Charlie Morton on the mound, 13-10 record, 3.37 ERA, taking on Peter Lambert, 3-4 record, 4.92 ERA. Give me the Braves at minus 2.5, minus 115, and give me the over there at 12.5. I bet the under, and I bet the Rockies last game, which was a mistake. I'm betting the over definitely in this one. And I do believe that this is going to be a high-scoring game, and Charlie Morton's going to get roughed up a bit, but the Braves' offense is going to be too much. Next, we got the Athletics and the Mariners. Ken Waldachuk, 2-7 record, 6.06 ERA. Taking on George Kirby, 10-8 record, 3.28 ERA. George Kirby has been phenomenal as of late as far as his strikeouts to walks. Five and two-thirds innings, three earned runs last game for him. He's been 156 in a third inning and only has 14 walks off the year. It's absolutely insane. Give me the Mariners at minus one and a half, minus 135, and give me the under there at seven and a half. I think it's an absolute dandy of a performance by George Kirby. Reds and the Giants, Brendan Williamson, four and three record, 4.18 ERA, taking on Alex Corn of the Cobb, six and five record, 3.74 ERA. Give me the Giants at minus 1.5, plus 130. And give me the over at 7.5. I think the over and under is a bit low with Williamson and Cobb on the bump. And the final game of the day, the Diamondbacks and the uh, the Dodgers. 
Merrill Kelly, 10-5 record, 2.97 ERA, taking on Clayton Kershaw, 11-4 record, 2.52 ERA. We saw Kershaw's start get um, canceled early last time with the Guardians. I think he performs well in this one. Give me the Dodgers at minus 1.5, plus 105, and give me the under there. I think it's a good uh, high score or low-scoring pitchers matchup here in the final game of the day. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hudson, signing off. Take care and good